Hello, and welcome to the National CMV Foundation podcast. I'm Kalia Fleming, Executive Director of the National CMV Foundation. Congenital cytomegalovirus, or CMV infection, is arguably the most common preventable cause of neonatal disability in the United States, affecting approximately more than 30,000 children per year. The National CMV Foundation is dedicated to educating women and parents, families of childbearing age about congenital CMV and our podcast series highlights advocacy, education, industry, and scientific advances in technology in the CMV space. This podcast is brought to you proudly by Moderna. We are super excited that they are our podcast host and sponsor. And we are super excited about our topic today and our discussion about um, continuing efforts for partnership and collaboration. We have an amazing guest with us today. But before I introduce our guest, I would love to introduce my co-host, Asia. Um, if you want to say hi, Asia, Asia Rivers is a current intern with the National CMV Foundation from Rollins School of Public Health with Emory University. Hi, everyone. I'm super happy to be here. And I'm this is my first uh, podcast ever. Awesome. 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 And so our phenomenal guest this morning is Sharon Wood with CMV Action UK. And Sharon's going to speak to us about her work and her efforts through her advocacy organization. And we're super excited to learn more. So Sharon, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, really looking forward to this session today. Awesome. Thank you, Sharon. So for those who may not be familiar with CMV Action UK, um, would you just share a little bit about the organization, its mission, its purpose, and your role with the organization? Yeah, absolutely. So CMV Action um, in the UK is a, a national organization, a national charity. Um, we are quite small. I like to think we, we punch well above our weight, uh, but we are actually the only um, charity representing CMV. Um, I am project manager um, and I've been with CMV Action now for just on five years, I think. Um, so um, I've had really quite a long, um, a long career in charity management. Um, before joining CMV Action, I was um, CEO of a, um, an epilepsy umbrella charity for about 12 years. So um, I, I was really excited to, to join CMV Action. Um, before joining them, I had no knowledge of CMV whatsoever. I'd never even heard of it, despite having two grown-up sons. Um, and um, like everybody else, I was really very shocked to hear about this, this common virus um, that, that can so affect babies um, if mum catches it during pregnancy. Um, and I think over the five years that I've been here, I've obviously, it's been a fairly steep learning curve, but I found it quite fascinating. Um, and I've become, you know, sort of fairly passionate about um, raising awareness and giving mums that knowledge to um, avoid risk and to you know to know about the virus which they haven't up to now. Um, CMV Action was founded, I think, in 1986, something about something around that time. Uh, it was founded by a, a couple called Stan and Faye Courtney, who had um, a, a daughter, Sean, who was very severely affected by uh, congenital CMV. Um, and they found there was so little information and support out there, they wanted to set up a support group and, and be in touch with with families that were, you know, under a similar situation. Um, and I think that. CMV 
action of the support group anyway carried on like that for quite a long time um, until 2011 when it was kind of decided there was an awful lot more work to do raising awareness and so on and so forth and it was put on much more of a charity footing um, bringing in a board of trustees and so on and so forth um, and a you know a renewed sense of purpose and, and a direction as to where where we should go um, we, we probably have three strands, I suppose, to our work. Um, one is very definitely community-based, so it's it's supporting um, families affected by epilepsy. We have a helpline, we, we have a website, we have a Facebook um, group and so on and so forth. Um, so obviously we want to support anybody who comes to us with a diagnosis or, you know, something they want to know about um, and CMV. Um, and we, we advocate for them and we make sure they're very much at the heart of everything we do um, the second branch is to raise awareness obviously we want to raise awareness amongst the general public but um, latterly I mean certainly since I joined CMV Action the push has really been to educate health professionals because I think like a lot of our colleagues we see um, midwives as being um, a key really to discussing um, CMV with with pregnant mums so we've put a lot of effort into um, education and awareness amongst health professionals um, and the third branch is, is research and whilst we don't actually unfortunately have enough funds to, um, to to fund research we do work very closely with with medics in the UK um, and we're always you know sort of keen to put in the patient representative um, point of view and we're you know we're often um we, we're we're often asked to do that which is great we're always you know we're always very keen to to move into that um that type of area your organization like ours i know we've done joint efforts before and collaborated on several things and so as we think about our we as we all had to pivot in the face of covid um you know We've talked about this in all of our recent podcasts. The work that we do is so important. Um, your training in educational medical professionals is so important. How have you all continued those efforts in the wake of COVID? I, I've seen online, you all have online support groups, which I think are great. But tell a little bit of, uh, uh, more about this with our listeners and how you all have pivoted and what are some of your online offerings? Right. Okay. Fine. Well, obviously, COVID has, has had a massive effect on our organisation, as, as as of course it has on many others. Um, not least of which is because we are funded pretty purely by by community um, fundraising. So obviously, that's that's been severely curtailed, um, and our income has been hit particularly hard. Um, I think during COVID, really, we we made the decision to um, well, first of all, we looked at an interim strategy, as I'm sure most organisations did, to see how we could keep up our level of services as far as we possibly could to make sure that we're putting across the right message and we're, we're giving them the right information in, in this time. Um, so we've carried on with all of that um, because that, you know, that is one of our absolute core um, functions. Um, but we've also, I suppose, we've, we've taken the decision. I think the big problem is that most of our, um, most of our awareness and education of, of health professionals was always done very much on a face-to-face -face basis. So it would be conferences, it would be training days, it would be meetings, it would be all of those things. 
things which suddenly we can't do. Um, we've moved into technology as far as we possibly can, um, but I think that that poses problems quite obviously and, and, and challenges to a certain extent. So in a way, we've, we've actually used this time um, to um, really drill down into our core operations. So um, we're currently undertaking, for example, a review of all of our um, uh, all of our literature and all of our communications, which which is well, was well overdue, really. But I think that's been a good time to do it. Um, and we've just started really on working on a, a new five-year plan so that when this situation does finally um, lift, we're going to be in a, a, a much solid, uh, a much more solid and, and, you know, strong situation to move forward when, when restrictions have lifted. Um, so yes, as I, as I say, the, the, the helpline certainly is continuing. We, we've recently set up a, um, a Facebook support group, which has been very successful and, and um, attracted lots of new members, which is, which is great. Um, and you know, we, are, we are continuing to offer that support where, wherever, wherever we can, basically. Yes, sharing is caring. Please, please replicate and duplicate. Sharing is caring. We're all in this together. <laughs> aren't we aren't we mm, yes aren't we <laughs> okay so um obviously one of the things that i mentioned is is fundraising um and that has that has been hit so i think we are looking at different ways in which we can attract people um you know getting people to do things for us um we collaborated with you of course over national awareness um, month which was fantastic and uh, and i have to say carly i used some of your excellent ideas which we we kind of replicated over here one of them being a, a fun run which was great and raised us some great uh, some great cash and i think people were really excited to sort of get involved where they could um but i think we're, we're looking obviously at, at what else we can do um and how else we can you know get people involved which people do want to be involved which is fantastic they want to support us so so that's really good um we we will return to you know training days and so on and so forth um we're we're looking at webinars and so on and so forth we have a couple of um midwives on our board of trustees who um, run the webinars which we will continue to do so so they're out there um and uh, yeah, we, we, we want to return to that, you know, that, that conference attendance and so on and so forth. Um, CMV 2021, um, I actually attended, um, I think it was the seventh um, international CMV conference, which was held in um, um, Birmingham a couple of years ago, um, Birmingham, USA, of course, I think possibly before you joined Carlia. Um, but um, I, I attended that and we were due to, it was due to be hosted in, um, in at the University of Cambridge next year. Well, quite obviously because the pandemic things have, have kind of put, um, you know, put the spoke in that a little bit. Um, so that is now taking place in 2022, hopefully, um, and CMV Action hope to pay, play you know quite a part in that as well as far as we can um, regarding patient representation so we hope we can have 
have um, families there and I'm also very keen to to have a sort of a um, an organizational co collaboration um, and for other organizations possibly in Europe I understand it's not necessarily that easy for people from the states to travel over but who knows maybe you will and that would be fantastic uh, but for us to have a sort of a, an organizational representation there as well and have a meeting so that we can we can talk to other organizations find out what they're doing and so on and so forth um yeah things are things are just put on hold slightly at the moment which is which is obviously a shame um but we carry information of of everything on our website um and uh we do regular tweets regular facebook um announcements and so on and so forth so people generally can can find out you know via that what we're up to you said something pivotal a few moments ago when you mentioned um you know, people do want to get involved. And I think that's so critical and important to reiterate, even in the face of COVID, even in the face of what we have going on worldwide, there are people who are dedicated to this cause and dedicated to the mission. And if you could just speak a little bit about to your experience, why do you think that's the case? Um, you know, aside from personal impact, uh, why do you feel in your in your experience that people are committed, people are dedicated? These medical providers do want to learn more. Why do these platforms work even in the face of COVID and we have to revert and go back to an online platform? Why have you seen the success you've seen in your work? Um, I think probably you hit the nail on the head, Carly, at the beginning um, when you said that, you know, Corona, uh, um, sorry, uh, CMV is, is a problem. It is a it is a problem. It affects in the UK a thousand babies a year. Obviously, in the states, um, your your figures were far greater. You're much you're much bigger than us in terms of, of country size. Um, but I think that's just it. CMV doesn't go away just because there's another pandemic going on. Um, you know, sort of around the world. Um, unfortunately, I think it, it possibly took a little back seat for a little while. But I think we've been really encouraged that that people are still out there and still wanting to do things for us and still indeed wanting information. Um, I think you're right that the majority of our fundraisers do happen to have a personal interest. So they would either be a family that's been affected or somebody who knows that family who's keen to sort of do something for us. Um, I guess it's just great that there is that altruistic attitude out there to, to you know, to do that um, and, and to continue to do that. So that's fantastic. I'm sure you have you have you know you have the same. Um, and I think that's great too, especially with me. I'm really new to the CMV um, sphere as well. Um, like everybody else has mentioned, before they became aware of CMV, they really had no um, knowledge. Personally, I'm a woman of childbearing age, so it's kind of uh, crazy that you know this is my first introduction uh, to CMV. But I'm happy to now have the knowledge that I can share with other um, women as well. Uh, Ms. Sharon, so you did mention that uh, for CMV Awareness Month, you collaborated with uh, the National uh, CMV Foundation. And in your own words, how critical is partnership in the era of COVID for rare disease organizations? I, I think collaboration, not just during the time of COVID, but at any other time is is, is absolutely essential. Um, and, and we're very grateful, especially me personally, I'm very grateful to, to Carlia and to the, um, you know, to the, the US um, organization for arranging that collaboration, because I think, um, you know, we know there are organizations out there. Sometimes we all have very busy lives and we mean to make contact and so on and so forth. And, and, and those things get put on a back burner. So, um, 
Um, I think Carly has been very proactive in getting us all together, which has been fantastic. As I say, we you know we we learnt a lot from you and 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 borrow some of your ideas. Um, and hopefully in the future, you'll do exactly the same for us. Um, but you know the, the the message is is needs to be um, you know needs to be spread. And I think there is strength in in a bigger voice. So there are always going to be occasions where um, you know um, organisations get together. I mean we do it obviously as well in the UK we collaborate very much with with other organizations who work in that not necessarily in the CMV area but in the area of um, um, possibly stillbirths or uh, premature babies or all of those things so we we are always looking for ways in which we collaborate we can collaborate um, I think it, it 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 makes the lobby stronger basically and I think that's very important Yes, I think that is so correct. Um, I love the last part of what you said. It really does make us all stronger. And so, um, you know, that, that's really the only way we're going to work, get this work done is to work collaboratively. And so we're super excited for your partnership. You know, you all have just been such an amazing group to work with. And I'm, I am certain that for years to come, we'll be partnering together. So thank you for all that you do. And you've already mentioned some upcoming events and activities. Um, I wanted to speak a little bit about any screening um, efforts or educational efforts around screening that CMV Action is, is working on. Sure. Okay. So um, in, in the UK, um, screening of um, um, newborns is, well, it doesn't take place um, because the, no, the most recent um, screening committee consultation um, decided when they reviewed the evidence that um, there was no substantial evidence really to change the decision not to screen. Um, we understand the reasoning behind that. Um, obviously, um, there, there is a process to go through, but I think our feelings are that we can we can learn from other countries obviously i think there's some fabulous work going on in canada um and um we as an organization just continue to keep calling for you know a sort of multidisciplinary team effort to 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 critically evaluate what's coming in and there is work going on all the time and uh you know hopefully we we will get that evidence that we need to convince the screening committee that it's something that we should do um there are some pockets of work going on in the UK. I think that's very important. So we endorse those, and obviously, you know, um, we'll we'll lobby for this to be implemented and and uh, and rolled out throughout the country. Um, I think the next screening review is due next year, as far as I know, unless COVID obviously postpones it somewhat. So, um, you know, hopefully we will we will be able to get together with the medics and so on and so forth to make a, a, a bigger argument for it. Um, again, I think the screening of, of, of um, women also doesn't take place in the UK. Um, and uh, I attended a, a conference fairly recently on infections in pregnancy. Um, and there would seem to be some very exciting work on um, Valgan cyclovir um, and, and the, you know, the way in which that prevent, prevents um, the transmission down from mum to baby. Um, and there's some really encouraging figures there, as I'm sure you probably know. Um, so I'm hoping again, things like that are all going to add to the the argument for for better screening of of babies and of mums yes we concur you know as as more research unfolds and additional testing needs to take place to solidify results and findings you know we're just hopeful as 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 we advance scientifically we're just very very hopeful so i think that also keeps all of us in this fight um, against congenital cmv so i think that was a very great point made um so 
for folks who want to learn more about CMV Action, who want to get involved, who want to learn more, visit your site and listen in and look at your resources, please share with our listeners where they can find additional information, your social media handles, website, or anything of that nature. Okay, great. So thank you, Carlia. So we have a website, which is uh, www.cmvaction.org.uk. Um, we do have, as I say, a, a CMV family support group on Facebook. Um, and I think you have to click through to um, request membership of that um, perhaps it's something I could send you a link through Carly and you could you could pop that on your website and then people can 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 join if they want to do that um, yes we do have uh, Twitter let me just get those that information out for you so um, our Twitter address is just at cmvaction.uk um, and our Facebook is backslash CMV action. Um, so there's various bits and pieces around there. Um, all of our literature, for example, is on our website. That's all downloadable. And we're delighted if people, um, you know, want to have a look at that. We do send hard copies out, but obviously it becomes quite expensive to start doing that and sending it abroad. So we would much rather people download if they possibly can. And these days, of course, most people do have access to, to being able to do that. So there's a wealth of information information on our on our website as of course um having taken a look at yours yours is great too um so yeah that's really where where people can find us awesome awesome thank you so much for sharing that information we thank you so much for your time this morning. This has been a very enlightening and informative conversation. I appreciate you spending some time with us and our listeners to share and shed light on what's being done with CMV Action. We are, again, super excited and delighted to have you on board as a CMV fellow champion and partner. Um, we are just grateful for your work and support and look forward to many, many years down the line continuing to do this work with you. And so we just thank you for your time this morning and we look forward to future collaborations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Carlia. Absolutely the same. Yes, thank you. Thank you too, Asia. It's good to meet you and to speak to you. Um, yes, indeed. Lots of work to be done. And um, yeah, let's work together to do it. Absolutely.